Good morning, Eddie Koffel. It's happy Tuesday. Annie, happy Tuesday. <laughs> Annie. Oh, Annie. Oh, Annie boy. Oh, wow. You sound wow. like my, my UK friends, Scotland and or Northern Ireland. <laughs> Who are listening and, and going, that guy has a terrible accent. He doesn't sound like <laughs> us at all. And you're right. Um, good morning, Annie. Good morning. Uh, did How, you have a good weekend? Well, here we go. Oh, boy. Did we have a good weekend? Generally, if you asked... Brianne and even Lucy, they would say, yeah, nice weekend, yeah, just kind of a regular yeah. weekend. Yeah. I'd like to tell you about my weekend, and I'm going to tell you that it's probably going to dominate a little while. Are you okay yeah. with me just hopping in? Yeah. Can I make one comment about my weekend that involves please. you directly? Please, please. I got on Disney Plus, and our emojis are gone. Our icons are gone. That can't be. They got rid of the inside out people. So you are no longer the angry one, and I'm no longer Joy. Well, I mean, we are, but it's well, yes. no longer representative in an emoji. Right. And, so well, I had to switch. I can't, honestly, I can't remember what I switched to, which is bad storytelling, but I know. I'm, we're going to so, have to, this is massive news, and we're going to have to I update know. people that, on Friday. That was my only <laughs> drop-in I needed to add about my weekend. Everything else is very same, same as always, but I needed to add that your anger is gone and my joy is gone. <laughs> 2021, your anger maybe, is gone and my joy is gone. But maybe there's something psychological mm. about what we end up picking. Yes. Because if we don't coordinate, what will, what will we pick? Because generally, I'm going to pick something that's going to delight even Lucy when we turn on Disney+. Plus. Certainly, certainly, certainly. So, you know, Moana, you know, just all any of their favorites. Yeah, of course. Oh, but, Moana, she's such a good singer. Oh, she's, oh, it's beautiful. Moana. Okay, your weekend. Go now. Now dominate at my, and I'm ready to hear this whole story because I do and not know it. Hop in and interrupt all you want. Just to get more details. If if you feel like it's necessary, because I end up sure. feeling conscious that I'm talking too long, and then feeling you never like never are. Okay, I hear you say. That. So Saturday morning, up up and at him nice and early. Uh, right. Early morning, get to go on a long run because. I am on a training plan for another half marathon, yes. which is actually just a very long, like three month, four month plan. Great. Most days it's run two miles, three miles. And I've been just feeling pretty good. I shared you, earlier. Are you already where you do the long runs on the weekends? Bingo. So last Saturday I did a six miler, which okay. was a real challenge. Like, okay, we're, we're building up again. It's we're not like this. you, it's not like we're holding on to the half marathon. That's yeah. gone. And now we're building up. So six miles was a challenge, but I was proud of myself, proud of my time. I don't know if you remember me sharing, but I had a little bit of a knee tickle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And got some wisdom from friends, from, uh, from, you know, runner's world, all of that kind of stuff. Sure. So working IT bands and, uh, just kind of strengthening the muscles around your running right. muscles. Rolling, okay. like doing one of those foam rollers, which is a thing that the devil actually made. Oh, the devil you actually, hate it? Oh, in a way that it's like a necessary hate, but it's like, wow. you know what I mean? It's just like you're pushing yeah. too hard. And also, so I'm doing all those things and I'm feeling okay. And so, but I feel a little tingle at the six, uh, on the six mile run last week. And I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm running real slow this week. So I'm not going to make this the running show, but this, so Saturday morning up early sure. day, daybreak, everybody's still asleep. I'm feeling good. You know, I got all my little, you know, talk things. about the temperature. Oh, it's like 50 degrees. It's Florida. It's, oh, it's delightful. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very, for, very fortunate to live here uh, for this reason. It's so up and at them. 
So at the three mile mark, okay. my knee crumbles. And what? we are talking, I'm running straight. I didn't slip. I didn't do anything. It <gasps> is pain of that I have not experienced. And I immediately turn around because I'm like, I can't. This is like sometimes, you know, and run you're through already it. three miles from home. Are you in, are you doing a loop? No, straight out, straight back, four out, four back. <gasps> oh my gosh, so you're three miles from your house. Right. So I turn around and I I'm, I just am walking for a second and it starts to feel okay. And so I start j- jogging, but it's a yeah. walking pace. I don't know what to, like, it's like that run walk thing where I'm yeah, making sure. the motion just to test, like, can I do this? And I make it about another half mile. And then it's, I don't know about, People say four alarm fire or five alarm fire, but whatever the most alarms could be for a fire is max what's alarm fire in your leg. Right. So now at this right point, knee or I'm, left knee. You just, you just uh, give us the full understanding. Left knee. Right uh, knee has been scoped long time ago for meniscus tear. It is bionic. Left knee. It is not an IT band. It is not swelling. There is a there is a problem. So at this it's point, it's not swelling I, though. No. Okay. Yeah. So at this point, I'm starting to laugh a little bit because I'm like stranded. And so I'm walking, dragging a foot, and I am trying and to connect. And you don't have your phone. I have my, correct. And I'm Ugh. thinking of you saying, why don't you run with a phone? And I'm thinking of the whole conversation. And so I'm trying, I'm like walking up against uh, fence lines to uh-huh. see if a house has Wi-Fi that's <gasps> unlocked on uh. my phone. Or first so my watch can connect to Wi-Fi so I can call Bree. I'm looking for runners that are out there because I'm like, I'm just going to do what I would never do and just be like, excuse me, ma'am, could you text my wife and ask her to come pick me up? Because I always tell Brian the route I'm on and the generally like the time I'll be back. So like, you know, come find me. But I keep making my way back. So finally make my way, get myself home. And oh, you get never back. got any help? You just had to never. No, because I was out all the way back. Because I was out so early and it was a little rainy and nobody should be out there running. And I was. So what I had sought to be was totally alone. And I was. Yes. And then I was totally alone. <laughs> In your so time of need. Come come home. And it's just very apparent. Like I'm in pain. So I am sitting down and it's are the girls it, up at this point? Everybody's up, up eating their little breakfast. So uh, I have I I come in and I'm like something's wrong with my knee. I sit down, put it up. Everybody's very caring. We just kind of sit there for a minute. So Annie, I won't go beat by beat, but I'm gonna just skip through the day and tell you that by noon, I'm in UF Sports Medicine because I'm like, uh, this is not an IT band. There's oh, a, there's a, gosh. because the problem is, is I'm feeling around my leg and knee and I can't find the pain. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't. There's not get, like a spot. It's just throbbing. I can't, right. I can't get to it. And it oh. is, the, it is a 10. They asked me to write amount of pain. It's a 10. I am falling to my, I'm unable to walk. <laughs> and am falling to the ground i cannot hold my own body weight so so are you like when you're walking in are you leaning on brie and like hopping uh no because after about an hour of standing still i'm able to lock my legs straight and move you got to also understand like i'm a fairly big man there's not a lot of leaning on people in my family that's going to work out super well. So I've got to figure out oh, some boy. sort of crutches or something. So to the doctor, I go, x-rays, show nothing. Um, oh, and 
but they're like moving my knee. Okay, so I need to tell you about getting an x-ray done. So the x-ray was the number one most painful thing I've ever had to do in my whole life. And all this x-ray Because of how you had to turn? Yes, but it was nothing. She's like, I just need you to sit in a chair and just scoot forward a little bit. Like I'm, and and that'll be it. And I cried. I cried like legit. And this woman who is expert x-ray tech, also 25 years old maybe, was like, it's okay. There's... We've had football players in here who have the same reaction. It's a lot. Aww. I'm like, thank you. And then I'm, and then I start laughing because you start to see outside of the whole situation. And you're like, this is both hilarious. So worst pain in my life. Doctor comes in, tries to move my leg around. I inadvertently, this woman was incredible. I like kind of like say a curse word and push her uh, arm away because uh, it's like I'm being attacked by a wolf at this point and oh I've got it def- and she's like okay well we're not going to do that again so it looks like we're going to get you in so I have an MRI this week I meet with my actual doctor uh, next week Dr. Smith he's the best he's awesome um, so I'll get it all figured out but they sent me home on crutches and so I'm hobbling around the house now. Did they give you some medicine? No. Oh boy so you just no have infl- to feel it there's no inflammation. There's nothing. Uh, ha, ha. There's no. That's the problem. You is they pushed were pushed lo- her arm away. <laughs> I did. I. I was like. I thought. Dear I felt like I was being killed. We apologize, dear Doctor Florida Gator. We're really sorry for Eddie's behavior. Great. He felt great like doctor. he was being killed. Yeah, and I apologized immediately. I'm, like, I'm so sorry. That was full reaction. She's like, "Nope, it's it happens. This is pretty intense pain." I was like, "Sure is." So, do you do you think? What do you think it is? Do you think it's MCL, ACL? I had the wherewithal in that moment to ask her. Because I was like, hey, I'm going down some pretty dark roads in my head of what's yeah. about to happen with my knee. Can you give me give it to me real? She's like, she's like, I wouldn't get worried about anything. I don't think it's ACL. She said, because that's a I would have already moved your leg in a way that an ACL would have. Because she was, you know, Got poking it. around, feeling moving. I was like, nope, that doesn't hurt. No, nope, that doesn't hurt. And then it was the single movement of lifting my knee up. I was like, there it is. And then I'm like, you know, batting away the wolf attack. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And she said, I don't think it's that. And so she said that the three options are it's either a pretty intense ligament tear or a meniscus tear. So for people don't know, there's kind of a, I don't know, I don't know anything about this, but there's sort of a, like a piece of cartilage that goes between, yeah, that can sometimes rip open or tear and that hurts. And so you can get that fixed. So those two things would be a surgical option. And she said, and the third option, which is just as likely, is that there's something happening inside that's not a tear or a rip that we will put you in physical therapy for and we'll get it all taken care of. So my hope at this point is no surgery. But um, if there is, there is. I would just like it to be definitive. So I go for my MRI and that was my weekend. And then so I spent the rest of my weekend reading a book. By yeah. a friend, and I read the uh, whole book, and it was so thank good. You, thank you. Oh, it wasn't you. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was you. I read your whole book. It was so great. Um, we'll talk about it more later, and then watching football. Yeah. And, and so, are you, what's it like in your head? Ooh, Annie, that's the question. <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty, uh, I'm like, well, overall, I'm not too doom and gloom about, oh, I'll never walk. Like, I know. I've We're going to – great doctors. I'm going to surgery probably or something. It's going to be okay. I have been 
pretty consistent, no, very consistent for the last year on what works for me in terms of what the little cocktail is for me of what looks like health. Like, yeah. And, and there's a lot to that, like food and alcohol and exercise and COVID and restrictions of COVID on exercise, which means no gym and all of those things. And I found right. a little tiny alchemy that seems to work for me. This throws that off pretty drastically and mm-hmm. bums me out. And it really bums yeah. me out to just stop my plan because I don't want to get I those. I work well on a plan. I work well with guardrails. Yeah. And now, like, it is incumbent so that I can just sleep at night that I do not do not push this because right now I'm not in active pain and everything in me says I could get out there and just do (gasps) a nice brisk walk oh my gosh don't do that I know I know but that's really hard when right now I'm sitting here not in active pain and I mean like I know I I know as intensely as you reacted that that's true but at the same time there's there's like angels and demons, right? Like, yeah. It's very hard for me not to just pull the pin out of the grenade and go like, well, if I'm not working out, then here we go. And that's not how some people's personalities are. But mine skews towards more of an all or nothing kind of approach to everything. And yeah. so what I'm really having to work through is it is not going to be all. No matter how hard I try, it's not all. I am... Yeah, for the to... next couple of weeks, right? It will not be what you've done right. for the last year. Right. I can try to do some push-ups. I can try to do some like core yoga or little things, but I can't do that today. Like it is, I need to sit down. I need to not move uh, because uh, most de- most weeks, do you run seven days a week? Oh, I would say more realistically, like five or six, and some of them are real small, like little mile or two, slowly. It's yeah, but like I see what you've walk. done now that I didn't realize is you've built into this. If yeah. I don't exercise every day, comma, then fill in the blank. Right. And that's yeah, this not is, that's not actual true. Right. And it's been a lovely part of the year. It's been a lovely part of mental health for me. Sure. Right. It's been uh, so that's the. Uh, it, of course it is, it, but it's it, that cocktail. It's exactly what you said. You have built a a, a code for your life, right. like a computer code right. that beep, bop, burp, burp, burp. these are the eight things that work <laughs> if I do them every day and I get the result I want. And then you and then one of those pieces of code has to come out and you think that you're going to wake up tomorrow morning and be the person you the health version of you you are in 2019. Right. And so the reorient. Right. And, and that's not 20, science. Tw- tw- 19, 1980 verse 20 through 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's real. There was no like healthy high school athlete version of myself. This was, and so this is the moment of like, first of all, I understand there are other problems in the world. There's a lot happening. But for me and my little Petri dish of my life that I've got going right now, there is a a reorientation happening right now where I need yeah, to course. not give in to anxiety and say, I'm not going to run for six months. And I'm like, I may go to a doc. I may go to Dr. Smith and he's going to say like, yeah, MRI looked good. I think he just overextended it and da 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 da. Let's get you into some physical therapy and you start feeling like that's a real possible likely scenario. Totally. But in my head, I am, I have, cause like Saturday's pain was like nothing I've ever experienced. Uh-huh. And I, in my head, I'm like fully surgery down for the count for months and months. So there's like, 
the amount of mental gymnastics to not let A, just that anxiety run wild, and B, not let the other stuff suffer. I was like, why wouldn't I still try and just uh, be a version of healthy today that just doesn't include running and walking? Because there's a lot of other things that health, including just being graceful and gentle with myself. And, (laughs) you know, it's just like... Oh, it, it it the it's the balance is off, and then you add into it the rest of life that everybody has because there's always just like work stress and yeah. So that's the whole. Yeah, I mean the mental workout you're gonna get to do for the next couple of weeks <sighs> is actually going to make you healthier because your mental side of this is yeah. is it deserves your attention for a minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I was very quiet yesterday because yeah. you could just, I was mentally exhausted from the amount of willpower I was having to exert over myself not to just spiral into being, you know, unkind to the people living in my house or grumpy yeah. or unkind to myself or even self-sabotaging in some way or da 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 Like, you, you just, so this morning it was like, up and at them, make good coffee. Yeah. Take a shower, shave, you know, do the things you need to do in order to at least, my friend used to say, like, put your body in the right place and your mind and heart will follow. And yes. So I'm like, all right, those are the things I'm doing today. Desk is clean. I'm clean. Yeah. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I just think it'd be an interesting experiment for yourself to see what happened if you didn't exercise for a couple of days. And just yeah. let your body rest and yeah. still ate the way you're eating, still, you know, s- still kept every bit of the code intact, except you increased rest. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. I, I, I feel... Well, that experiment's happening whether I like it or not, because I, I can't go on a walk today. Well, I but can't. you also just said yoga and core and arms and... Oh, yeah, yeah. But I can't do that yet. <laughs> I need, like, I, that's a long-term thing. You're right. I could not do that. You're right. Yes, you're right, is what I'm saying. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I just, well, I'm so just glad. I want that yeah. for you because I yeah. want I want your mind to catch up with how healthy your body actually is. I don't think your mind believes your body. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah. those are very different places. So Yeah, me was, too. Was, I know. So that yeah, that was my weekend. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Thanks, pal. Um, I also did something else random that if we're ready to transition, we could talk about that now. But Are not, you ready to transition? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I appreciate all you've told us, and I'm very thankful. I only, I don't want, if there's more things you need to say, I'm all ears. I enjoy hearing you talk about what, what, you're, what is happening yeah. in your life. But if you would like to transition, I'm ready to hear about the rest of your weekend. Yes, that is as far as I've gotten. Anything else, we are now like off the paved road and on to the gravelly road. And off the paved road is where you have to put your phone towards someone's house to try to find Wi-Fi, and I don't like to go there. Right, and I talk to Brianne when I'm on the paved road. I'll talk to everybody else when I'm on the... You talk to Brianne I talk to Brianne on on the gravelly road. Yeah, Yeah, everybody else gets paved road. That's Um, right, as it should be. Hi, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick, or actually just continuing it. You know, Eddie and I love BetterHelp, and we believe deeply in the power of counseling. And some of these conversations we're having even today are things that I've talked with my counselor (laughs) a 
lot about. What we just are here to say to you, like, what's preventing you from achieving your goals? What's interfering with your joy, your happiness? Better help is online counseling, over-the-phone counseling that is a way to connect in a safe and private online environment that's so convenient and so good to help you work through some of these things. Yeah, I really, I mean, life comes at you. Sometimes you're just, you know, running straight down the street and just uh, things kind of change for you. And it would be really helpful to talk to someone and to have like people who are really committed, like counselors who are committed to helping you walk through some of the stuff that, that happens in life. Stuff like I mean, depression, stress, anxiety, trauma, grief, like there's, you know, a long list of things that that happen. And the cool thing is, is we just don't have to be alone in this. And BetterHelp is really helpful in helping us walk through some of that stuff. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. Really, the barriers to entry that so often we face with going to counseling are removed because of what BetterHelp has put together. I love it. And we want you guys to live a healthier life today. So as a friend of our show, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash keep talking. Join over a million people and lots of your (laughs) co-listeners who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash keep talking. Okay. I have a question for you that I think I I am struggling with something that I feel like you've thought about before, which is I have a ton of old books that I'm never going to read that hold Mm. sentimental value to me and I Mm. don't know what to do with them. This is this is important. Like, like my entire seminary library. Yeah. I'm I've read them and I've learned from them. I'm not going to go back and reread them. Part of me is thinking about getting rid of the whole thing because I just it's just taking up bookshelves and I'm not so what do you do with old books and side question, what do you do with books that you either get somehow that you're like you're not going to read it? Like if you can you recycle a book? What do you do? Tell me about uh, it. These are two different questions. Number one. Okay. Okay. The and the third category I'll drop in here is t-shirts that are meaningful to you that you'll never wear again. Great one. What do you do? Well, for starters, I have a I have a t-shirt quilt that I made yes. with my friend Kathleen uh, yes. of my high school and middle school middle school t-shirts and maybe some college ones too. And I literally just went through my closet this weekend. One of the things I did is I listened to this new podcast. I don't know the, how the whole thing goes, so I don't know if, what kind of warning I need to put in front of this. I've only mm-hmm. listened to a, a couple of episodes about the county where I used to teach school, Eddie, and this oh. like this like um, the like old families who who were kind of like a mafia in the county where I used to teach school. It is oh. wild. It's wild. It's called in the red clay. Um, but anyway, so I, I I had to have this conversation, this exact conversation with myself, mm-hmm. uh, just literally this weekend because of T-shirts. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Well, part of it is, so with me, with T-shirts, I just had to have a real t- conversation of like, hey, Annie, you're never going to wear these again. And in a hundred years when you die and someone's cleaning out your stuff, your shirts don't go with you. So let them yeah. go. If they were memories, have a moment, take a picture if you'd like, and then move on. When it comes to seminary books, Eddie, I I wonder if you're going to wish you kept those because at some point you're going to be writing something or pr- planning something and go, oh my gosh, you know what? I actually remember this is in that one book. Yeah. The truth is I'm not getting rid of every single one of them. There are some that are like, these are my core you know, 20 that I've come back to Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. every time I've ever written a sermon, this is the book I got to have with me. But there's also just a, you're right. 
Yes, I. So that's step one: is be a little generous with, like, because I'm in a cleaning mode. Right. Don't just because you're like, probably l- moving. Well, we are moving, and no yes. matter where we move, we're leaving this house, and I'm, I don't want to take a bazillion boxes with me that I don't need. So why not yes. get that done? And I but was also, immobile this weekend. Wherever y'all go next, as far as you can tell, is a long term stop. That's that's the hope. That's yeah. the thought. That's the yeah. The thought we're entering into. We're willing to be changed, and life changes all the time. But certainly, as far certainly. as we know, next stop is there for a while. If we've learned anything in 2020, make plans. Oh yeah, nothing and will hold change. Them loosely make make solid plans that are not solid. So as far as y'all can see, and as you're planning where you're moving next, is long term. And if I know you, and correct me if I'm wrong, you okay. will want or have a library room of some sort. Yes, there will be some sort of decorative bookshelf that holds yes. books and tchotchkes. Yes. And and so I think you're going to want more of them than you think you are. Mm-hmm. And But also what we do, what I do here is there's a bookstore called McKay's that buys used books. And so about once a year, I'll go through my bookshelf at my house and I will pull out any that I haven't, don't see a reason that I'll look back on, isn't written by a friend that makes me want to keep it. Or, or is a novel that I've already blown through. And I don't usually, I, I try not to buy novels very often because I don't read them more than once usually. Yes. And so I get them from the library or we pass them around book club or whatever. Um, and the ones we get at work that I'll never, that either they mail us two copies of or, yeah. or it's a book that we don't have space for on the podcast or whatever is we, we have a couple of shelves in the office and people can just pick through them if they want to read them and we share them and I read some of them. And, and then at the end of the year, we usually take them um, and donate them somewhere. Yeah, that's good. You all have a different problem, which is a good opportunity, but you get sent a lot of books. I get sent yes. books by people. I, it, they've got to be an actual friend if they're sending me a book. And so yes. I am always very stoked. Like I don't have that level of like, Hey, random publisher just sent me four books to consider for the spring. Yeah, because what ends up happening is like an uh, an author will put me on their like these are my friends I want to send books to list, and then the publisher has me on the PR because of the podcast because of that sounds yes. fun podcast list, and so we get two books a lot. Right, which great. That's the yeah, way to market. Great, it. and it get <laughs> and it gets. I mean, my my coworkers get books that they want. They can gift books that they want. My friends, you know, my friends always call me before they buy a book to see if we have an extra one before <laughs> right, they buy right. it. Yeah. Right. Um, so I would, my suggestion to you would be to take more of them than you think you want to take, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because it's then, not like yes. you're the one who's hauling them up there. Y'all are going to hire movers or over there or down <sighs> there, wherever you go. Annie, yes. So you just have, have you... to put them in boxes. Yeah, that's true. And there's okay. no better box to unpack than a book box because everything goes in the same place. Kitchen boxes, kitchen boxes. Ugh. Get out of my life, kitchen boxes, because I don't know where anything's going to go in this kitchen. No. And and this box that I'm opening right now was the one of the last three that I just poured <sighs> poured drawers into. And kitchens take forever to pack, and they're always the last thing to pack because you're trying to make dinners until like the night before, and you're trying to save money at this point, so you're not trying to order out all the time already. Like, and kitchens are so surprising because you're like, oh, there's pretty clean counters, and then you're two, you're five boxes and two drawers in, and you're like, oh my gosh! And also, how do you pack a pan? Yeah. Oh Lord, help! 
Right. You get yes. two pans in a box and you're like, all right, I guess I fill the rest of this with like spoons and yeah, on the cob 100%. holders and junk. So that's why book boxes when you move are an actual or actually the best. That's the first room I can pack is my library. I'm yeah, like efficient give squares, me, give me 50 minutes and six boxes. And right. I might not fill them all, but I, that's all I know. I don't need more than that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. those are the, and then you just leave them and you thank the movers for their nice, the nice job they did on your home. And you meet those boxes in the next city at the next address and you put them up and they're the first ones you unpack because they're very easy to unpack. You ever recycle a book? Have you ever like purposefully taken a book out of circulation in the world? Because you thought, I'm saying it because I have. There are a few books that- Well, you went like, I don't want anyone else to ever have this. This shouldn't exist. I can exist. help it. <laughs> have you ever done that? Be honest, I have. Uh, I would, I can think of one I would do that with, but I don't know that I did that with it. Right. It wasn't, the book wasn't, uh, I wouldn't do that because the content of it was so, I, I think I say this, generally when I've done it, it's because the author has been, like something has, has happened so much that I'm like, you shouldn't read this person's book. This was written oh. in a different time in the world. You There's no recovering this for this author. Oh, wow. wow, wow, wow. You should not trust this person's words. Well, to me, so what happens at McKay's, the yeah, used bookstore yeah. here, is you take them, you take a hundred books, maybe. Right. I don't know. That's a lot. I'm just doing an right. easy math number. Yes. And they end up wanting to purchase 40 of them for okay. 11 cents each. Great. <laughs> and then the other 60, they're recycling. Got it. Because they're, so, they're... Yes. Yeah. So they get they're piles scanning of them. things. Right, yes. right, right. And advanced reader copies, which and galleys, which are... The ones you get before an actual book comes out, McKay's yes. won't buy. Oh, and so okay. those I usually do recycle if I've already read it. I'm a I really love recycling. I think it's very fun to take paper and let it be turned into something else. Mm -hmm. And so I very much enjoy the paper, <laughs> particularly the paper recycling bin. I just think that's very fun for some reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so yeah, so those when they're printed on regular paper and spiral bound for me, I'll just take the spirals out and recycle the paper and be like, look at that. You get to go be another book. Yes. So you in your mind, there's still a story that's better than just tossing it yeah, away. Yeah, for sure. It's, but do you know what breaks what? me at McKay's is how what? large the Annie F. Downs section <gasps> is. I, I, gosh, I didn't want to ask, but I wanted to know, like, have you ever seen your own books? Oh, gosh, there's a whole section and autographed to Carol and she <gasps> Carol recycled it, which is fine. People autograph books to me that I recycled because I read it and loved it and I want someone else to have That's it. That's it. Right, but I done. like can't go over there. I can tell you right where it is. It's in the back left corner when Annie. you walk in the front door in the Christian living section. The, the bottom, it's probably down four over two. I mean, it's terrible. It's Ooh, ter that's I, I weird. Can't. Yeah. I, people will send me pictures and be like, oh my gosh, look how many of your books in the case. It's so cool. You're like, is it? <laughs> because you know, intellectually, you know, it's It's someone who loved the book, it's read it. as it should be. That's it's right. It's done. But in your soul, they have said, I no longer desire right. to be and around I you. Have no problem with them. It's not a money thing. Right. It's not. No, a, I, no, lo no. I love that I get to read books. I mean, tons of the novels I read, I get from places like McKay's that are secondhand because I'm only going to read a novel once. Correct. And, <laughs> and so it is so fine. It oh, just, it's no. still, you still have to go like, it's all right. You're fine. It's, You're so fine. It is It is not a statement about you that there is an Annie F. Downs section 
at your local McKay. <laughs> Do you ever want to go re-sign your own books? Like cross out Carol and just um, go like, to whomever reads this next. Patron of McKay's. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. Maybe. That would be funny. Annie. <laughs> uh, well. Well, that's it. That's, that's it. We did it. Big week. Yeah, we got a big, big week ahead of us. Week. Is there anything we need to talk about Friday? I don't want to forget it. Uh, there wasn't anything. I don't have anything on my list Friday, so we'll just see how the week pans out and see what the list brings. We'll see what the list brings. So. Yep. Okay, All right. pal. Friends, go wash your hands. Take care of yourself. We'll see you back here on Friday. Bye, buddies. Bye.